Hello, welcome to the Young Creative Indian Spaces Community Podcast. One conversation at a time, we are discovering, learning and celebrating the huge diversity of Indian and South Asian arts, cultural and creative scene through interactions with young and passionate artists that we like. All right. Hi, Veer. Welcome to the Wises Community Podcast. So nice to have you here in on our studio in Noida. uh i think i would like you to kind of introduce yourself what do you do maybe a little about your personal background and your current practice all right well pleasure to be here man uh we've been in touch for quite a while now and i've like from the start i've been super excited about yeah. what you've been up to uh especially the way, you, way you've been involving people the the kind of sub circuit of uh, artists that you're literally finding because you're mm. looking for them you know not a lot of people don't look for them mm. uh which is kind of been the struggle in the artistic community since forever but yeah pleasure to be here i am essentially a filmmaker born and brought up in delhi did my schooling here did my college here i suddenly out of nowhere one day became a filmmaker to be honest um i always had an inclination with the camera mm-hmm. uh with capturing stuff and just being outdoors but it was more of a feeling mm. rather than a feeling that developed into something productive uh, but like i said it was random as hell you know i studied political science in venki in du uh was going to become a lawyer and one day i got an opportunity to go to a jungle hmm and document some tigers uh paid by from my own pocket but the opportunity was great because there was a person who was pushing you to just go explore something mm-hmm. you know just take that one little leap that is kind of required uh when there found this beautiful tiger captured it came back and i was like man i can't do call science international politics is too much to handle and talk about yeah. and discuss i would rather be involved with citizen science mm. with talking directly to the people starting from the people around me and of course reaching as many as i can through a subjective art form yeah um being a filmmaker is not the only thing i do mm-hmm. i also try to speak to people directly in terms of everyday conversation mm-hmm. you know somebody can be having breakfast with you and you can talk about something that's important uh, related to the environment related to conservation or i don't know just see the birds in the morning wherever you are urban landscape mm-hmm. rural doesn't matter so getting a conversation started mm-hmm. is what uh, my idea is alongside being a filmmaker and i like it when the conversation is one to one yeah you know when you can directly like sit i know it takes a lot of your time mm-hmm. because you're going to sit and have a dialogue mm-hmm. individually with a number of people mm-hmm. um but i guess that time is worth it if it is getting translated yeah it's kind of the need of the hour um my focus in films is environment conservation and wildlife mm-hmm. but also all kinds of social causes mm-hmm. i mean you know when i say social causes i don't need to highlight 1 2 3 4 5 whatever mm-hmm. comes to your mind 
it's definitely firstly mm-hmm. a social cause and secondly needs to be talked about mm-hmm. it just happens that wildlife and environment is something i am super passionate mm-hmm. about um so yeah man that's how it's kind of been the journey i've been doing this for the past 5 years now 5 5 and a half odd years since i graduated college mm-hmm. and it's it's been fun i mean i've been here and i've been there a little bit here mm-hmm. and a little bit there and yeah i mean i'm i'm guessing i've made progress in many ways but many things also remain uncertain you know like there are many questions that i started with mm. uh in terms of what i want to do or achieve mm-hmm. or how much yeah which are still unanswered but uh, i mean that's kind of exciting isn't it exactly and uh with this podcast series that's what we're trying to do is talk with creatives in their 20s right so i f- I feel that all the guests would answer this that how they are kind of finding new paths, new avenues through their practice, right? Yeah. So, as you can mention, you are more than a filmmaker, more than a filmmaker who is just interested in wildlife. You're also interested in things around you, how they are moving, how they are shifting. Uh, I was just curious when you kind of mentioned that you're interested in uh, also seeing the social side of it and also understanding wildlife. I think pol science if done consciously and in a positive certain i feel that's the intention for a lot of young people right to study pol science either to actually work um, in social ways so that it can help the society in some form or the other but maybe uh, some people just study pol science to be in certain structures of powers right so maybe that could be a factor that can really lead you off oh i don't really want to do pol science because it's mostly akin to politics and power yeah. right is that something um look for me when i started off with pol science and mm-hmm. even till today i i love the subject in general i love civics i love le- reading about society and what's going on political studies in particular it's super fun till a point mm. and that point is unfortunately as it's my perspective unfortunately the point is uh, today's society which is largely a capitalistic society mm-hmm. right um now i'm not saying i'm some messiah who's going to come and say oh you know what this is the solution to a goddamn capitalist society let's just change it yeah but i feel like the capitalistic society has lost many of its ways or maybe those ways never existed mm-hmm. right and uh, the trickle down effect of capitalism in general hits politics through politics yeah. hits people really really hard yeah whether you are whatever tier of society you belong to it doesn't matter mm-hmm. however i come from a super privileged mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. like i was brought up with plenty and i mm. still am blessed to have plenty and i know a lot of people have started recognizing that i recognized it years mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. but what happens is that once you spend some time with people who are who 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 have had lesser than you that's when and when i say you spend some time i mm. mean spend some time doesn't mean 24 hours or one conversation no, just have a human conversation yeah, with them yeah you've spent some time you've seen how they are living mm. and i've done this i've done this in, in multiple ways through traveling across india i still haven't covered a lot of the south Hmm. but i've done the northeast i've mm-hmm. done central i've done north <clears throat> and i have experienced it first hand that man 
वही कैपिटलिस्टिक सोसाइटी ब्रेक कर देता है इस लेवल के लोगों को यू नो दे किल्स इट बिकॉज दे लिटरली हैव नो आइडिया व्हाट्स गोइंग ऑन और हाउ टू डू समथिंग अबाउट इट सो दैट्स व्हेन आई वाज लाइक ओके आई नीड टू टॉक अबाउट दीस पीपल इंस्टेड ऑफ जॉइनिंग द यूएन एंड टॉकिंग अबाउट दीस पीपल आई नीड टू टेक इट टू द यूएन दैट लिसन दिस इज आल्सो समथिंग यू नीड टू टेक फॉरवर्ड फॉर श्योर ऑफ कोर्स ऑल दिस यूएन एंड ऑल आई डोंट रियली बिलीव इन इट्स क्वाइट अ जोक टू बी वेरी ऑनेस्ट अगेन ऑल पॉलिटिकली सैंक्शनड ऑल विक्टिम्स ऑफ द कैपिटलिस्टिक सोसाइटी एंड warfare of all sorts nuclear biological mm. but even then these people again across the globe mm. in brazil there's poverty in in maldives there's poverty mm. you know everywhere there's poverty mm-hmm. i mean you see these people they're suffering man mm. so i decided that my interest in political science mm. will remain through visual arts mm-hmm. that's kind of how i balanced mm. myself because mm. this is also when i'm young man i'm only what 23 years old when yeah, i thought yeah. of this yeah and i was super blessed mm. my mentors mm. in the space of filmmaking uh talk about abhilash sahu talk about lokesh khatri uh talk about mike pande gautam pande um all these filmmakers they didn't say much but they said a lot Mm-hmm. Right, and I don't mean that in an emotional way. I mean that in a lesson way. Like, yeah. like we were discussing a while back, trial and error. Mm-hmm. There's certain ways also to do trial and error. Mm-hmm. You no, all I have our own ways. Yeah, yeah. But I was lucky to get these mentors and help with the thought that oh, this is how you balance political science, mm-hmm. and this is how you, and yeah, I totally agree with what you said as well uh, about people who. go into political science mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. have a natural tendency mm. to be in the social space yeah. to talk about it yeah, definitely yeah. so now that you mention it in fact yeah. i am thinking that it must have been subconscious at some stage for me oh okay even though i was sports quota yeah yeah i was football khelne ki wajah se i went to yeah, yeah. du and all that and somewhere in my mind it was that oh shit political science is easy subject i am well versed i speak well i write well i will just write something mm-hmm. and i will however I did have, I guess, you know, now that you talk about it, and I think back in retrospect, definitely might have had a subconscious uh, tingling towards it. Yeah. Yeah. Social cause, eh, boy? Mira. Now that this happens, let let me also read it. This happens everywhere. Even uh, a lot of artists that I kind of meet, they are just to pursuing arts to get some sort of power, fame, right? And you can see it in their art how it becomes. monotonous repetitive or very corporate corporatized uh, cap uh, because of uh, you were mentioning uh, the effects of capitalism it hits uh, with every strata of the society right and the way we do things so i feel that's one thing but yeah like i'm so ha- i i i'm so happy that you kind of have this self awareness to recognize a lot of things about yourself and that helps one's creative process because creative process is so fluid it's not yeah. something you it's not like a task right like you just have to do this but rather it has to be done through you but yeah anyways i would love to know more about you as a wildlife filmmaker first and then we can also talk about your other aspirations and hopefully future creative endeavors that you want to do for sure for sure uh wildlife filmmaker part is very interesting it's kind of joined to our last conversation of a capitalistic mm-hmm. society my world view 
is such that I target whatever I am against or I oppose. Yeah. Uh, through films mm. and especially through wildlife and environment. The reason being, I have uh, a chip in my head or whatever you may call it, telling me that this is one thing mm. which is common mm. and nobody can contest it. Mm. Environment where sub everything is common. Yeah, we yeah. all are consuming the same things. Yeah, for sure. We, you know. I don't want to sound like a scientist, so I won't say anything. No, everything is interconnected in that sense that yeah. even if we think that uh, what people uh, think about environment, they think that people who are tribal living in those remote areas are living in that natural built environment. But the way we are consuming resources, even a toothpaste, it is resonated and interconnected with so much carbon footprints and etc etc yeah but see when we take this approach of language you know towards mm. the environment then what happens is we cancel out a lot oh, of the people okay okay yeah now what i'm saying is that environment conscious being conscious about the environment exists in everybody mm-hmm. the panwala who's sitting yeah, yeah. in cp mm-hmm. usko bhi, he's also coughing yeah and yeah. he at some point will also say man kharab hai hawa ha ha so subconsciously we are all aware yeah that's why i say that it's a very common thing we become consciously aware when we become sick because of something maybe not even that i feel like we become consciously aware at many stages you know yeah. maybe uh, uncle who goes out for a morning walk uh, has witnessed a drain being built over the years yeah, where yeah, there yeah. used to be yeah, a canal yeah. you know he can he will mm. witness that and mm. at some point he must have s- mm. uh, stood there and seen it and been like mm. man this is horrible yeah uh, it must have translated into maybe a lot of nothing mm. maybe it would have maybe he would have spoken to the mm. par- sarpanch yeah yeah and sarpanch and blah 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 it, mm-hmm. you know must have multiplied uh, but chances are that it wasn't multiplied mm. because we look at it and then we neglect it instantly uh i guess it's some kind of a thought that oh you know what this is something that's totally out of my control yeah. i can't capture the wind yeah, yeah. right i can't exactly. do anything with exactly. the wind i can't uh, solidify water yeah. Yeah. unless it's ice yeah then also it's shape it's yeah. a form yeah. of water only i can't mm-hmm. change the characteristics mm-hmm. so it's so out of our natural things are so out of our control mm-hmm. that oh if it's getting damaged then mm-hmm. also it's out of no, no it's not So coming back to wildlife filmmaking and why I do it this is the reason because I mm. feel that there is a common uh, subconscious thought that is existing mm-hmm. within all of us from all sections of society mm. and it's about creating new ways mm. and developing new methods to have a dialogue with these guys mm. directly mm. and then saying ki here I just yeah. figured your subconscious mind mm. here is a solution mm. don't do this That makes sense. And that doesn't mean having a government scheme. No, uh, you know what? Like again, me, I get influenced and affected to the media mm-hmm. I consume, and I feel the care. Even if I have a little bit of conscious care about the environment, it has been through the images and the videos that I've witnessed throughout the years yeah. of a wildlife being kind of destroyed, how human activities are impacting uh, people in these. a uh, non urban sectors where they are like more uh, more directly dependent on the environment and how the wildlife the ecology right so 
oh that's great i want to also uh want you to talk about like because uh, anyone who's listening wildlife filmmaking and photography uh, photography is such a such an interesting profession right and yeah. it's not that you meet one every day so why don't you kind of break it down like how when you go to one particular shoot how does your day look like ah uh, okay i'm I don't know how all the wildlife filmmakers mm-hmm. the rest of them will feel about how I feel because it's such a different experience yeah. almost every day mm-hmm. uh, that one can't really uh, put it all together in words right I was in Gujarat for my film on crocodiles uh, just a few months back and it's unbelievable how different every 24 hours can be I mean, 24 hours nothing wow. every 2 hours can be hmm. it's a very patient uh, art form hmm. as far as film is concerned you got to be patient as hell hmm. you have got to have a inquisitiveness and curiosity about natural things mm-hmm. um and it can be anything you know so you'll see people who love reptiles and you'll see mm. people who love insects we have those people but in general this is how i break it down that i find these spaces which i find interesting that okay wildlife mein ye karna hai ye karna hai but every time whatever you do is different yeah it's difficult mm-hmm. um because it requires you to be very free flowing with your body mm-hmm. you know uh, when i was working with, when i was working with crocodiles last muddy spaces mm. stinky drainage places mm. uh, rain like mm. absolute hell rain of gujarat mm. uh, with snakes crawling everywhere frogs crawling everywhere mm. you can't see a thing you got to keep your camera alive mm. somehow yeah. and you know you this three umbrellas on each side um So yeah I mean it's it's difficult because not everybody would like to get uncomfortable like that for sure yeah but I feel like the natural world in general is an uncomfortable place of course it is that's why there's so much fascination with wildlife photographers filmmakers and that's just not me I f- I can say or generalize it that everyone that I've met they are fascinated by oh wow oh, this is just such a crazy profession and it's just one of those professions you kind of like concoct right oh this can't be real but this yeah. it is but uh, my another question being why don't you also talk about the technical process for people because i want this podcast to be a resource for a, a young filmmaker who can actually start investing in equipment uh, start actually kind of put together piece okay i want to do that how can i start from where do i begin man see uh, well, the general thought is that it's an expensive as hell hmm. uh, form for sure of filmmaking um and it is mm-hmm. in the general space of things it is quite expensive no, um because animals are usually at a distance mm-hmm. uh, they are dangerous so mm-hmm. you got to have long lenses which are expensive Uh, you got to have very good cameras this is the general thought yeah but i don't completely agree with it mm-hmm. i feel like whatever equipment you have you can create something sure right um if you have a phone you can create a short doc 
on mm-hmm. or a featured or kind of yeah. on um, ants yeah. or on the rock pigeons that yeah, nest yeah, on your windows yeah and they are not great huh? those species are bloody the ants no the rock pigeons oh okay yeah they're not good for urban city landscape but that's a different topic um but you can shoot you know in terms of technical stuff the general thought is it's expensive and difficult to procure it takes a lot of time but it's not true according to me mm-hmm. i think you can start off with anything okay because you have natural things around you yeah and uh, yeah i mean if you want to shoot birds you got to get a expensive lens for sure you got to get a good ass camera um but yeah man see my exploration with wildlife films to be frank with you is not your typical way of filmmaking mm-hmm. like how you we've grown up seeing night view and discovery mm-hmm. you would have seen a steve irwin hosting a show <laughs> crocodile dundee yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, getting all excited and that was yeah. an amazing show yeah. that was one way of telling yeah, yeah. there's another david attenborough way of yeah, it, yeah. you know which is um, a, a man who has experience and knowledge far beyond your imagination mm. and he films such cinematic stuff yeah. that you are blown by it because mm. you've never seen it like that yep but they have 20 million dollar budgets for mm. their gimbals on top of helicopters mm. so yeah like i said the general thought if you want to film like bbc is in africa mm-hmm. for planet earth then yeah it's going to be expensive for sure uh, but maybe your idea mm. can be brought there yeah or you, your idea can bring you to that stage yeah 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 so there's a shot on planet earth mm. in which lions are chasing a giraffe mm. and four lions climb and latch on to the giraffe and one of them is on the chest of the giraffe mm. so it gets knocked by the sheer force the giraffe must be at 30 40 kilometers 20 30 kilometers per hour the lion goes on the chest and boom 5 feet it flies <laughs> that's that's a natural occurrence mm. but the idea of filming it that way mm. is is what brought somebody there it's not natural just the equipment yeah the expense of the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the right time it has to be there just the idea of actually and learning about the animal yeah yeah you have to study the behavior of lions mm. you have to mm. study that area geographical sphere mm. that okay why is there predation happening on giraffes in the first place mm. once you have acquired that knowledge is when you can be there at the right time mm. hopefully with the right equipment okay now i want to ask this like uh, no I, i agree with you that if you want to start start with basic equipments explore the wildlife the environment around you that's the uh, good place to begin with for uh-huh. sure but now people like you who are actually like uh, are in this professionally like uh, how do you manage your equipments how do you prepare your kit when you are in the wildlife how do you set up your cameras if you want to patiently wait for something to happen so uh, talk more about that so it, uh, for me it's differed from animal to animal okay um when i documented the tigers mm-hmm. it was pretty straightforward i didn't have a lot of equipment i had a 5d mark 4 mm-hmm. with a 100 400 lens canon and a sandbag so can you just break down simply for people that uh, the the zoom lenses you're talking about just give them a picture how potent they are uh i mean see this is a old ass camera that we mm-hmm. talking about but for its time 5d mark 4 was like the shit mm, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> you know like it it's still being used in weddings for and sure. stuff you'll see it everywhere um the lens the 100 400 lens of canon is a legendary piece of glass 
uh, of course the market has changed now with mirrorless and mm-hmm. lenses becoming lighter uh, but this wasn't my equipment mm-hmm. by the way this was mike pandey's equipment from riverbank studios which i'm grateful for that they let me have mm-hmm. for that uh, period of time uh, but yeah in terms of see i'll i'll be honest i still don't know a lot about the 100 400 lens <laughs> you know why because that's the journey that is required yeah right so what i mean to say is that's how sometimes whatever you have yeah will also let you get to a next level For so sure. i started with the 5d mark 4 yeah. i shot with it and i didn't know a lot of settings about yeah, yeah. it many clips of that ah. are flawed hmm. uh, now that i look at it hmm. but many are great yeah right and that brought me to the level okay i'm going to do this again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so yeah that's what's interesting that you got to explore with whatever equipment you have no oh, i agree with you it's like i always learn new things about my cameras every day it surprises me it's oh wow crazy, and a, a a professional they can just literally use a very basic piece of camera into something that we are just wowed because it's more about your knowledge that is built through experience of you using through trial and error that's yeah. that's how i know oh this shot doesn't work uh, oh this is off that's how oh, you should not have done that that you have to actually fail first in actually start making bad films then yeah. you have some mediocre films then you're like oh wow i'm actually now making something that yeah, i'm proud yeah, of yeah. my my question be again uh technically i i i, I agree with you that uh, i'm more interested in just learning that when you use your camera like in your head what kind of uh, like for example you are capturing a tiger right how much distance do you have to maintain what kind of shots you are trying to get and how you does your equipment Look, help you with that there's no one way yeah, for sure or, or thumb thumb rule to it because like i said every day is going to be different with every animal hmm. with tigers it's going to be different you'll see them behind bushes they'll be camouflaged uh so you'll you'll always be moving cuz mm-hmm. with tigers you'll always be uh, on a gypsy in, in a safari mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean when you go towards crocodiles for example uh, it changes mm-hmm. like i've spent on your decathlon mm-hmm. stool mm-hmm. that you get i spent almost 5 6 hours in a sewage uh, sort of 2 feet of sewage water mm-hmm. because i needed to get some shots Mm. and uh yeah i mean see it'll be different with snakes it'll be different with birds mm. so the idea of what equipment is right for you mm. probably differs uh, probably uh, is directly related to what you want to shoot yeah so i will definitely say if you want to shoot birds you can't do it with a phone mm uh in uh, in the in the shape of a natural history nat geo kind of film yeah but you can do it in an abstract manner no mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. take minimalism as your style mm. you shoot with a phone which is got two railings a wire and a bird comes perches on it there's thousands of ways to create a story yeah like, you know, yeah create a poetry create a voice over create of course there are uh, i uh, again Oh, I understand that every filmmaker will have their own process totally different but I was just very curious to know about how you feel like for example you're going on a project uh in uh first of all do you want to talk about the wildlife scene in India so that people who are listening to this get some information about okay what are the places and spaces as a filmmaker you are excited to go in India 
every goddamn place <laughs> believe me yeah we have areas in india that are now i mean the borders of cities like bhopal mhm are filled with tigers mm and there have been photographic evidence very recently mm. which showcases a tiger and like the leopard are forest yeah, photograph yeah, yeah. uh tiger on a cliff kind of a situation trees and the entire bhopal city oh so now how do i tell you that what is an exciting place because <laughs> there is mass destruction on mm. the environment mm. unfortunately because of that i guess there's a good side to it that everywhere there is wildlife Hmm. In Delhi, for example, in Gurgaon, in Delhi, uh, Noida, you will see nilgai. Yeah. You will also see pelicans that fly hmm. all the way from Australia hmm. over hmm. here. You will see the namakua dove in Gujarat, hmm. which flies from Madagascar. You will see snow leopards in uh, Ladakh, in Spiti. Hmm. You will see clouded leopards in the northeast, sloth bears, hmm. the rhino. Um, see the beautiful thing about India and. for all the people interested in wildlife specifically the beautiful thing about india is that we are so bloody diverse mm. with a biodiversity mm-hmm. it's insane the amount of stuff we have we have all kinds of landscapes right tropical we have we have uh, a forest landscape we have terrai landscape we have desert landscape snow landscape mm. coastal landscape everything yeah and all of this has very important marine life mammals bird species overall in general animal population is very strong in india hmm. so we are blessed anyway mm-hmm. so wherever you go you will find something or the other yeah and the best part is that geographically india is at such a spot that there is a lot of migration hmm. even in delhi i recently did a story with uh, monga bay I, i told you about that story is on the ponds of delhi hmm. ponds kya hai hmm. ponds hai any water body less than 5 hectares yeah is it declared a pond mm-hmm. now this can be in your bloody rohini area or in your noida mm-hmm. area where industrial waste is also going agar 5 hectare se chote ka pani bhar gaya pond mm-hmm. what's interesting is that birds from all over the world are coming and using these ponds mm-hmm. they call it home they feed mm-hmm. and it's a pit stop for them nice uh so you know where can you not see wildlife is the question yeah that's true and the question should rather be when will you start seeing because right now we are so consumed by distractions we are so consumed by i don't know what it is it's going to be different for everybody but you should be able to notice life in a different form than mm. you mm. around you you should be able to notice it mm. yeah and once you notice it i think we have started turning the key mm. it's a very hard key ha huh? it's like ब्लडी ओशंस सीरीज का मूवी बन सकता है इस पूरे फिलोसफिकल थॉट पे कि वो जो की है ना टू द माइंड सबकॉन्शियस को ट्रिगर करने वाली वो बहुत ही हार्ड है सो देर आर मल्टीपल वेज टू ब्रेक दैट लॉक बट डू यू फील द लास्ट फाइव इयर्स आई डोंट नो इफ इट्स because people are becoming more conscious about the environment they are like okay oh, we need to integrate sustainability into our process do you think that's a right step in the direction because a lot of at least artists what they're doing is uh through their art through their films through their paintings through their music not music sorry uh music also 
Yeah, in a way, yeah, I was yeah, thinking about it. Yeah, so through that, they are trying to promote sustainability uh, by using environmental friendly products in their physical artwork or through their films, kind of telling nuanced, complex stories of there is wildlife, there is environment everywhere. For example, one movie that I recently watched, Shedney, right? Hmm. Uh, that was, I was kind of in, so intrigued because. In the last 10 years, at least, I haven't seen a mainstream Bollywood film about our relationship with the wildlife. There was this one goofy movie uh, with Ajay Devgan. I, uh, Tal. Oh, yeah. That was just, like, so funny. Like, Not again, Tal, sorry. Uh, uh, Kal. Kal. Yeah. Kal to is taboo. Yeah. No, not even ta- ta- Anil Kapoor and... Uh, um, Tal se Tal. Aishwarya Rai. Ah, Aishwarya. Aishwarya, I said like Aishwarya. I saw a meme recently in which apparently Jaya Bachchan got pissed off because somebody said Aishwarya to Aishwarya. <laughs> what? So, it's it's just so weird how like the world works sometimes, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just so much information that is there. I just start, I'm starting to tune off so much stuff now. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel that I just don't want to know anything. Like, anyways. Uh, Coming back to what you had asked me, hmm. which is how to, uh, I was talking about triggering the subconscious mind of people, man, it's a very personal thing, hmm. like I can't, I'm not here to change the world, neither are hmm. you, but I feel like it's a very personal thing with everybody to be surrounded by environment hmm. and by wildlife and birds and water and natural mm. resources and that's the shit we live on yeah like come on man how how much can we take something for granted like how ignorant can we inherently be ki hum nahi recognize kar pa rahe hain ki pani ki value kya hai or mm. we are consumed by you know com- things made by companies we are consumed by technology we are not letting it stop at some point mm. and we're not appreciating the technology that exists for the environment yeah i've come across some people who are making some superb stuff mm-hmm. and adding value to restoring balance mm-hmm. do you think uh, the current generation at least the young artists that uh, that's what i kind of asked right they are moving to a more sustainable practice definitely. are you seeing that in see definitely they are a lot of people are talking about it when you spoke of the movie shirni mm-hmm. um I think it was a good uh, way of portraying a story. Mm. I don't necessarily agree with everything in the mm-hmm, movie though. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some flaws somewhere mm-hmm. or the other uh, related to tiger management overall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, people are getting involved. People are portraying environmental mm. issues. Uh, the new movie that came out with Leonardo, uh, Don't Look Up. Yeah. Fantastic way to uh, highlight uh, issue. But that's the thing. People don't really appreciate sometimes because they think they have this uh, political agenda of creating sustainability that it's a virtue signaling. And that's what happens sometimes. Like someone trying to talk about the environment, about how our actions can lead to potentially catastrophic events right and that's a reality that uh, it was also i felt that movie was also kind of mocking the way covid management yeah. it's everything yeah. kind of yeah. went so that's one thing that when you tell people that hey protect the environment protect the environment they i feel that 
we just push them more more of not really caring that's no, what that's i felt sometimes so the idea is not to say protect the environment mm-hmm. it's to say that don't be foolish protect yourself okay you are complaining about the very things mm. that you are creating agree with you yeah we are complaining about the very things that we are creating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the problems that exist in a urban landscape or a rural landscape are created by us for sure so how can we then sit and complain mm. and if the right people who have studied the mm-hmm. space st- understood the mm. problem have come up with a solution if they are coming and saying you listen this is the way to do it then you are not going ahead with it mm. yeah you know so what do you do then what you going to do i feel i do have an answer here because i've seen so when we uh, again when we think about the environment especially in india right let's say someone who super educated super articulate uh, they tell it to the masses that protect the environment super educated se zyada super educated hai अर्बन बंदा नहीं जो एजुकेटेड नहीं जो रूरल बंदा है नहीं नहीं वो वही कहने वाला हूँ देर आर टू फैक्शन पीपल द रूरल पर्सन दैट्सिंग अबाउट दे एक्चुअली फील द सॉइल ऑफ दे लैंड दे नो वेन द वेदर पैटर्न विल चेंज विदाउट इवन चेकिंग देर फोन दे आर सो कनेक्टेड to the environment and we have to listen to them uh, in local policy making in for example me as a person who don't really know anything about wildlife and environment that much i just know uh, things that i read in the book or watch in the movie but if someone comes and tell me that protect the environment protect the i always am trained to think why is this really famous guy telling me to protect the environment mm. uh, i'm that's how human conscious and brain works but if i see rural people indigenous people in their built environment through media i get impacted i know these are the people if they tell me that protect the environment i know that they don't have an, any agenda but they're actually living that sustainable yeah. life yeah yeah see you you're right uh, when somebody famous like that will come up and say that that statement once twice thrice in multiple different yeah. ways uh it might not be affecting you fair enough but that's not the question in the first place the first place the question in the first place is that you should be thinking mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay just think about it where does your water come from mm-hmm. where does our water come from mm-hmm. we just open a tap yeah to drink we just press our arrow exactly bottle after bottle after exactly, bottle exactly exactly where is it coming from yeah, we don't think about it how how is that possible that <laughs> we are consuming the very thing we like a pani se yaad we die without water exactly yeah, yeah so how is it that we are so distracted or consumed by whatever i mean who's so busy yaar that they can't think about water once a week no i'll tell you one thing people can think about it but they're so f- not even frustrated is the wrong word they're so involved in their life uh, as but you can see that how can they be involved in their life no no i'm, I'm just trying to like exist. no no again you have to think about one thing like i'm i'm also helping you out here you answering your question in that sense uh, what happens is when you are born in an urban city in a city where you already have these privileges like pr- water is a privilege opening a tap 
getting water is a privilege for sure as a kid i i grew up open the tap pani aa gaya so from my childhood i have never drank nadi ka pani pond ka pani cha ke that disconnects me so you have to understand in that sense oh water where does water come from from a tap uh, tap is connected to river kahan pe river like a plant tha we studied in our classes that's how thread is but as a filmmaker of our life filmmaker or just a observer and artist you ask these questions so you have to make just understand one distinction artists creative thinkers are different from your average joes and that's why artists and creatives are so important to actually ask these questions in creative ways if correct. you ask these question directly people will dismiss you aata hoga kaise kya farak padta hai correct 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 no i agree with you i agree with you that that is the situation we are in but i feel like like once again mm. i feel like then don't complain about it oh yeah yeah no no complainers are the worst uh, for sure and masses uh, are complaining yeah. abhi sab pagal ho jate hain ki yaar delhi ka hawa kharab hai delhi ka hawa kharab kuch karna nahi hai hame Where are you doing consciously something about? Now people ask, okay, what do I do? Yeah, should I go talk to mm-hmm. Arvind Kejriwal or should I go to Haryana government and start mm-hmm. saying that crop mat ban karo? Or farmer ke paas chale jao? Karu kya? Yeah. Yet I feel like rebellion mm-hmm. is the only way to bring about a huge change. For sure. If you if you can get your ass up mm-hmm. and want to go to march for such a thing. you should all we should all be asking for this our lives our money our families everything is getting destroyed mm. so while we are heading for destruction why not clean on the way mm. we are anyway heading towards destruction mm-hmm. it's already passed many limits mm. so why not now try and clean now that we are aware चलो 1920s या 1800s के यूरोपियंस को नहीं पता होगा कि कोल और इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर क्या कर रहा है फेयर इनफ देर वॉज नॉट इनफ नॉलेज और यू नो देर वॉज वट एवर देर वॉज बट नाउ एवरीबडी नोज एंड एवरीबडी इज विलिंग टू डू समथिंग बट हाउ डज इट स्टार्ट दैट्स हाउ इट स्टार्ट गो बैक टू रिकग्नाइजिंग दैट ओ ओके आई जस्ट ओपन माई टैप water is coming where is it coming through from? through again that's what i've th- thought about this like any important social issue any social change uh, in our lifetimes how how it becomes part of a consciousness you have to ask that first first it becomes first as you can there has to be a revolution a revolt but that happens through art through media right that's how you actually yeah. understand these yeah. problems one of the ways that's yeah pol- direct uh involvement in politics is the way to actually change it from the top down uh then uh i feel art media creative ways uh are the cornerstone of transmitting this information right yeah. how yeah. do you tell people that yaar ye ho raha you're feeling it for sure you have the scientific data and knowledge but no one has the time no they have the time but they don't they think they don't have the time they don't have the energy to actually understand this complex scientific data uh, about like agar main bolunga ki the glaciers are melting oh i am i'm like how does it does this affect me but a filmmaker or a writer or a painter if through their understanding they can 
portray that i understand that yeah, i'm like yeah, oh yeah. wow everything is connected so that's why i feel that art and creativity are the highest forms of uh, acts that human can do and they outlive any and everything they outlive money they outlive power they outlive sure. uh, small corporate interests that's the thing like we still revere art pieces music that moves us right it just it just speaks to us in such a deeper level that we can't really understand right so again as a wildlife filmmaker i feel that uh, if i see some of your films i understand something and then you are the person who is telling me because you're actually asking these questions in a very deeper way you when you ask that where does our water coming from the intensity of you asking that question is 100 times more than me asking where does my water come from does this make sense uh yes yes it makes sense but uh, as much as it makes sense to me that mm. yeah i definitely have that extra oomph mm. in saying it i feel like the day that you have some disfigured uh, not disfigured some discolored uh, water that comes to your tap oh yeah that's you <laughs> not you i mean in general all of us we'll just be like okay now what now it's like now do we what do we do now do yeah, we go yeah. to rwa do mm. we go to local panchayat what do we do mm. do we what do we do what do you do think we do? as humans we wait for shit to hit the fan to do anything no i feel like as humans we constantly make shit and then we <laughs> somehow somehow we have a sad face while we see shit happening yeah. but we are happy yeah, we are content yeah. that oh shit happened yeah but we have a sad face about it that's all uh, that's yeah that's what all social media is because we become ignorant now social media is also about okay there are amazing people who are actually bringing this i mean there are some uh people who are just uh using things happening just to gain that hey i care so much about it i'm i am so virtuous and uh there is any thought in authenticity uh in some of that but i don't really want to touch upon that uh now i'm just curious to ask you here about uh, i i want to ask about what do you think about the indian artist and creative scene that's been bubbling because of the internet smartphones mm-hmm. uh cheap technology and also delhi and siaka art and creative scene in very particular if there is a particular identity to it as far as i know delhi and sia had a huge art scene subculture mm. scene mainly started from the 80s 85ish uh where a lot of artists were here and it was booming till about 2000s 2005s uh and up and until these very artists became very good and famous and moved to bombay yeah um then there was a huge fall mm. and that fall pretty much stayed uh, i feel till i came into the sphere which is about 2010 12 14 and that's also when all of this technology that you spoke mm. about exploded out of proportion for the majority um since then it's picked up majorly um i'm seeing some awesome awesome artists uh across the country mm-hmm. they're creating some superb stuff uh they developing new ways of telling stories um uh, visually as well mm-hmm. as through the narrative and it, it's a joy to see that you know we have sort of this new identity of our cinema brewing mm-hmm. and also the fact that we are moving away from 
what I like to call as the shitty Bollywood scene. Hmm. Because that is as entertaining as it is. I, f- I treat it as a distraction. It is. It is a distraction. Uh, it should not sure. not exist because entertainment Everything is great. Everything should exist. Co-exist. But at the same time, I feel like we have taken a massive leap in terms of storytelling, uh, whether it's film, whether it's uh, any other art form. Yep. Uh, and that massive leap is very important uh, because we have the we have the magic yeah, to, to yeah. take it further, mm. you know. So why not do it, man? And there's plenty to talk about over here. There's plenty of stories. India has so much diversity. You go into fiction scene, awesome stuff you'll find. You go into doc scene, awesome stuff you'll find. Historical find you'll you'll definitely get for the future. You'll definitely get. So there's so much to always talk about. within india um so yeah now of course in this cinematic uh, in, in the cinema sense india ka film industry is also kind of bifurcated yeah right one is that bollywood sect and one is a sort of independent yet ott backed uh, way of creating mm. content uh, netflix originals mm. you'll see lots you'll see independent films like masan uh, which are out of the world mm. but again they're not uh sanctioned through the general pathway of mm-hmm. bollywood they not even release like those cinematic mm-hmm. like a chennai express mm-hmm. <clears throat> so while that bifurcation exists uh despite that there are people coming on the other side the side of independent cinema mm-hmm. there are people developing their art in a fantastic way mm-hmm. even photography for that matter mm-hmm. i mean i've seen some i've seen the people recently doing fashion which mm-hmm. is just I mean I think it's above even all your European standards from 10 years ago you know when when the fashion magazines were rocking yeah, it yeah yeah uh, I think we've taken a massive leap forward so yeah some great artists definitely exist and uh, they talk about some fantastic stuff uh, in fantastic ways um but then again and this is just my personal thought that despite that na there's also a massive uh, amount of crappy content Hmm. which i don't just say is a distraction but it's a total waste of time yeah it is and time is very precious man hmm. and wildlife filmmaking teaches you that the patience that i was talking about you know time is so blood it's how do i describe it i mean i'll just sound like i'm quoting some no it's like, it's it's through actually master for cinematographers and filmmakers through films they build tension and they also display time yeah. like time is something you experience very differently sometimes right sometimes you're doing something that's so fun times flies by yeah. flies by and sometimes you're doing so something so boring so monotonous that it just feels that one minute is equivalent to an hour so time is something again there is objective time for sure but there is a subjective experiential time and i understand that uh the, the time that you're feeling uh while you are shooting somewhere in uh, so, uh you're shooting uh i think when did you experience that like did, did, was there any particular moment that you felt oh wow it's taking so long yeah, yeah, yeah definitely shoot? man like the crocodiles only like okay. crocodiles in general they don't move a lot because yeah. especially in winter when i went last month yeah. uh what happens is they need the sun's energy the mm. the heat uh, they are cold blooded reptiles so they will go on a mound and they will sit and they will bask for hours mm. and the only movement they do is like a maybe the tail will move a little bit the mouth will open for air 
mouth will shut maybe they'll fight over two inches so one crocodile will move a little mm-hmm. bit and all of that is happening in a space of eight hours yep and so that's as shooting that you experience that yes. still less yes. and you try to show that let's say in eight minutes that pretty good let me just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah kind yeah. of blindly exactly but what what's happening is earlier we were we were kind of used to seeing cinema where it was slow pace like when you see older cinema the pace is really slow then you see newer cinema with more fast cuts more edits then through social media then youtube came around we were used to seeing 15 minute long videos i remember that then we shrunk down our attention to 10 minutes then through facebook through instagram through snapchats it boiled down to 30 seconds 60 seconds a minute 5 minutes max But mainly advertising oh yeah yeah but even a lot mainly of advertising i agree that there's a lot of more stuff that is under that content wise mm. storytelling things and lots of stuff but mainly advertising has done this oh yeah no, no i agree with you no uh, we'll also talk about like what caused this what i'm talking about one thing that very particular as a filmmaker i like slow burn like like i want my uh, i want anyone seeing the film or seeing anything that i'm producing to actually go on a journey yeah. like personally i love watching those films but now it's more about where's the hook cut yeah. where is what's where's the action and i've seen a lot of like even filmmakers who like to make slow paced content trying to understand how can we cut the clips uh, of our this long piece that we made so that people can actually get hooked and yeah. that's what we're doing like uh the new generation at least like as uh, as someone who's 26 years old millennial i have experience and era before smartphone so i know the value of delayed gratification but I, what about the new kids who are in their high school who are like in yeah. just 7 6 uh, standards and they are, they only know instant gratification yeah. they can watch thousands of films across the world anytime on their phone uh they can access content easily now when they become filmmakers when they become creatives they do they have a concept of we like art is not just about uh entertaining someone like as you can kind of mention right we, we also have cinema that entertains the masses then we also have cinema that actually talks about something that more substantial but again i feel that we have created audiences for both these genres there is mm. your traditional bollywood films but a lot of young people even if they are creating content that is not that subverting the bollywood ka dance uh, like dance pieces then over the top uh, scripts but what they are creating is they are creating films but they are also consuming it in parts they yeah. i i've seen people who can't put their phone down and watch a 2 hour film even if it's the non bollywood films yeah so are you understanding what i'm trying so to say so are you saying this? how do we bridge that uh, yeah i'm trying to also think about that that, that sense that earlier even <laughs> when we were making uh, shitty let's say crappy bollywood films at least we had some attention span to consume something but now even if we are creating films that are more substance but gradually we have uh, we are conditioning ourselves to start consuming content that's not your traditional 2 hour long documentary yeah. or a film you always watch it in break parts like i just watched the clip of this film here on a reel on this and that so See, yeah i would say 
we're kind of talking about in the filmmaking sense uh, or the system of film we are kind of talking about how do you distribute whatever you're making yeah right uh, this is how i see what you're how to bridge this hmm. because the duration or the people the kind of people that you're targeting with this hmm. should be known to you ideally should be known to you before whatever you are creating is created hmm. when i say that i mean to say the uh, lady working in the village taking hmm. care of eight bhais while cooking for the children yeah and making bonfire and washing the clothes and like a like a indian lady from the village who hmm. whose entire day goes in household chores if that is your target audience then you create something accustomed to that target audience mm. how much time will that lady have to consume what yep when we're talking about our generation millennial i don't mm. call myself a millennial i hate it i'm 26 too but mm. i'm a goddamn 90s kid too no <laughs> millennial <laughs> millennial for me is like no no <laughs> oh easy ho jata na when you say millennial to people understand okay yeah, gen sure. z there's a distinction between gen z i ah, don't fair, call fair, myself fair. gen z like I, fair. i'm not gen z fair but when we talk about our gen um again we have very similar patterns all of mm-hmm. us in how our days are distributed whether we are a 26 year old is doing stocks yeah. whether they are an architect whether yeah. they are a graphic designer whether they are a government servant is very mm-hmm. pattern is very mm-hmm. two hours a day three hours mm-hmm. a day somewhere or the other each person has and that is spent on particular platforms yep. like your otts all the way from netflix down to hamara movie mm. which is small platforms to it's not small but relatively yeah, yeah. small platform to huge platforms so your target for that should be customized yeah. in your head okay, okay i'm making a film about a guy who gets murdered mm. in a car while driving with his girlfriend okay this is the story my way of storytelling will be in tune with my way of distributing I get it. yeah so you, instead of thinking about that ye chhota content bada gana it's about like people who would be interested to even watch any amount of yes. content is yes that, and i sure. think cinema of south south india hmm. has done that very well they are making outstanding movies hmm. with outstanding actors with outstanding cinematography hmm. telling about social causes highlighting social issues hmm. across the world hmm. how are they doing it it's uh, also the audience it's also the audience and it's also uh it's okay i have two theories here one first of all malayali cinema is on top of the game mm-hmm. at the moment like when we talk about south indian cinema uh, people are uh, people obviously kind of uh, connect them to tamil cinema or telugu cinema those industries are actually really huge there mm. but then there is a relatively small industry called malayali uh, malayali uh, film industry and films from that small state of kerala are outstanding like mm. they uh, they are just, just they are world class at the moment and uh, tamil and telugu movies though they are uh, talking about a lot of social issues and they are actually they are technically far superior than bollywood uh, their cinematographers they are vfx artists they are uh, their editors and their technical yeah. teams but still they have this uh, thoda their stylized formulaic way of yeah. making film right? yeah but that's changing i see that changing even oh, in the is, northeast yeah. i see it changing oh, cool. that film from northeast uh, village uh, rockstar 
इट्स अ फिल्म दैट फिल्म मेकर मेड ओवर आई थिंक थ्री और फोर इयर्स एंड शी मेड इट इन अ विलेज इन द नॉर्थ ईस्ट एक्टर्स ऑल्सो फ्रॉम द विलेज यंग गर्ल सम फाइव सेवन एट ईयर्स ओल्ड and they spent 4 years training the character shooting the character mm-hmm. and it it went it was entry into oscars from india yeah yeah i remember that so where and how is determined by what do you want to do and for whom so like i said coming back in the filmmaking system it's mm-hmm. a distribution mm-hmm. scene so people should ideally try and learn like mm-hmm. i am trying to learn how that stuff works how producer works how production uh, is made is created a production design is created and also the distribution angle of things what what does the person who's going to market it want what are they i mean i might want to save the tiger with my tiger film but maybe netflix doesn't want to save the tiger hmm. maybe it wants to raise x amount of money hmm. while talking about saving the tiger hmm. so now so fine i won't make it with netflix mm-hmm. or netflix won't make it with me either way and i'll make it with an ngo mm-hmm. and i'll run it through the independent circuit of film for, uh, festivals mm-hmm. and take a different approach yeah you know so distribution should probably determine why and what you're making and how to bridge who to bridge that should like i recently heard about this very cool thing that people are now making small short series 30 seconds or so uh, uh sorry w- one minute or so uh, for whatsapp mm-hmm. and the target group is whatsapp groups oh yeah so the there's millions group. and millions yeah, of yeah, groups yeah, yeah. and gulf oil i don't know if i should naming them you can cut it later one of the brands that i have worked with uh, it's a indian company oil company uh, these guys targeted truckers from india hmm. and they made a series on the lives of truckers hmm. while saying that inki journey chalti hai hamare hmm. truck ke oil ki wajah se hmm, hmm, hmm. and their distribution platform was whatsapp groups hmm. i don't know if it's been executed or not yet i i know of this that this happened and whatsapp groups ke abhi truckers have hundreds of whatsapp groups yeah. is company us company is company usme 1 1 minute ki journeys hmm, hmm, hmm. highlighting some journeys highlighting the trucker mm. some advertised based and they got a massive following huge all the truckers went crazy they like this is our entertainment we don't have constant internet mm. we will see this whatsapp yeah low res easy to download yeah. fast to consume yeah, yeah, yeah. easy to start a conversation with instantly exactly let's say let's put a positive spin to it i feel i also feel it's great that because of different distribution channel be it uh, advertisers targeting these audiences but at least uh, entertainment has become more democratic uh, yeah. films yeah. are coming from rural and small town in yeah. india because they have a smartphone now with a yeah. beautiful camera uh, they have the internet to actually put their videos out yeah. there even if though they don't meet uh let's say whatever artistic standards but they are telling stories and aspirations yeah. of what they're feeling in their particular village town city right and as people who may, who may have privilege and who also have interest in understanding their privilege and also conversing within india that we don't see and the india that we see we can actually tell stories that becomes universal right yeah. for you uh you making a film or a documentary that actually 
talks about uh, the the rural places that you visit, yeah. the people you interact with. Maybe because you make that, let's say, the, you make that piece in English. Now it has a wider audience, an international audience, and also you spoke in a way. You you kind of created your film in a way that it is targeted for the uh, let's say urban audiences. Mm-hmm. So you are kind of communicating the rural their point of view to an audience who is far removed from that process yes. right you can tell the story of where does the water come from and you yes. can you're connecting to the movie that you're creating rural folks won't watch it because it's no. in english but you're telling their story but again they also need entertainment where they also so consume so one of the stuff. first formats that i've adopted starting with this delhi pond story i just told you about uh, and i was very happy to see in fact it's not my idea it's something that they do Uh, the company i work with mongabe they have come out with a channel mongabe hindi mm. so the same video is full on subtitled in hindi and voice over in hindi mm. and suddenly you have the rural population seeing the birds that they see every day yeah in a nicer way mm-hmm. while understanding the value of them hopefully mm. तो अभी सी पी में या जी के में जो रोल्स रॉयस वाले या बेंटले वाले लोग हैं दे वो अंडरस्टैंड वॉट्स गोइंग ऑन इन द फ्लड प्लेन ऑफ यमुना और ऑन द आउटस्कर्ट्स ऑफ गुड़गांव सो फॉर देम वन सब वर्जन इज अवेलेबल होपफुली इट विल ट्रिगर देम एंड फॉर द पीपल डाउन देयर अप देयर साइड वेज एवरीवेयर देर आर वर्जन बट एट द सेम टाइम यूर राइट आई वुड डेफिनेटली से दैट द way of creating and telling a story also has to be different for th- for the people uh, living in villages can i give an style. example for that yeah of course okay so when i all, when i travel to rajasthan i document the folk art that has been presented to me mm-hmm. as a tourist and i then record it share it with my network and they feel oh this is the rich rural culture of rajasthan right yeah. but when i uh, talk to a folk artist uh, who rajasthan right like in jaipur he told me that uh, the way they consume folk culture is so different yeah. it's more about uh, 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 in their village where they're doing very uh, drugs <laughs> or substances that are very very uh, passed down in traditions to yeah. their forefathers right and then they're singing just just singing Uh, connected to their land it's not more about a performance but it's rather celebrating their first harvest uh celebrating the birth of a calf mm. from the cow they have built a relationship with so that's where the folk traditions comes and they consume it that way in real life we consume it as an observer there's yeah. a performance for us so so what happens is so what i've seen is i've seen uh, a few gaoke songs and rural songs they have recorded on their phones and it's circulated through whatsapp they jam to that yeah. like uh, haryanvi music scene is totally different bihari music scene is totally different that music scene is created by uh, people living in those villages and in small towns for themselves yeah. but when we actually observe their culture we create it in a in our own understanding right uh, for example a lot of indian musicians what they do is they infuse traditional rural beats and they infuse it with their western ka drop yeah, yeah, edm yeah. electronic yeah. and we consume it in that way but they don't consume it like that they consume it in the purest unfiltered form right yeah. so wo thoda sa market difference is people are thinking oh wow why is 
the rural and village art is so jarring so is that because that's for themselves they are not showing that for you but now everything is accessible now yeah. like when you go to trending on youtube i'm baffled to see like who's consuming this like this is so weird then i realized that oh okay actually india is so diverse and now people who were so underprivileged for a while because of cheap smartphones and easy internet connections they are also kind of creating content for themselves and that is necess- necessarily for not us but that was in india where that was totally invisible to us so yeah i feel someone who kind of is trying to create a community of indian creatives and artists it becomes so necessary to also bring uh native handicrafts native artists native creatives in their fold and also constantly tell their stories in a very authentic manner so that we kind of realize okay indian art and cultural scene is just not limited to delhi ncr mumbai kolkata chennai bangalore but it stems from villages towns and etc etc bro the real india hmm. what is the real india i am not the real india i tell myself all the time are we the, like uh, like the uh, people living in urban are there 1% 10% i also ask that question too i i personal point of view we are i am not uh, the real india because i've seen of the real course, india of course of course i've seen what it takes to be a no, we are not real india, india. We, are, we are talking in our colonial language that's the one giveaway See, here we abhi, are a confused abhi. bunch are ha ha ठीक है ना अभी इतने कंफ्यूज कि हमारा सी बी एस ई से लेके आई सी एस ई स्कूलिंग से लेके कॉलेज से लेके हर चीज कंफ्यूजन में ही निकला है हिस्ट्री हैज बिन ट्विस्टेड इन मेनी वेज टोल्ड इन डिफरेंट वेज स्टफ दैट शुड हैव बिन टोल्ड हैजन बिन टोल्ड मेनी थिंग्स आर कैप्ट सीक्रेट बिकॉज वी आर सो मेनी नाउ बट ओवरऑल वी आर अ बंच ऑफ फूल्स दैट इज वट आई फील and i don't think i'm an indian a bunch i'm talking about we're a bunch of fools because the real india when you see bro their life is different man their life is not this their life is not consumed by a western point of view yeah our life is yeah yeah, yeah. and we are all trying to be something we are not and something we'll never be that's why the conflict is there that okay when will i be that western figure but you're not mm. that western figure yeah you you can't be you have your own identity Now, see, you have lived in Canada. Mm. I went to LA years back, mm. about twenty twelve or thirteen or something. Mm-hmm. Bro, I went to a Starbucks like a fool, and inside I go and there's this drink called turmeric latte. Healthy ka dood for eight dollars. Yeah, yeah. I was like, are people not noticing this? We everything. Uh, it's the healthy option at Starbucks. They have been consumed by Ayurvedic science. They do yoga and then have turmeric latte. I'll tell you another and same But thing. But we are only looking at what we are looking at. Oh, yoga, turmeric latte, and yoga pants, and then turmeric latte by the sunset. We are not looking at. Oh, it's actually us. We have our own strong identity. Hamari is not. Is it's it's like a steel ka glass. Usme you get healthy ka dood at. Uh, I don't know. from your grandmother from your mom and it's just something that we've grown up with it's not commoditized it's not like seen as something exotic that's what you felt you felt exotic for a moment i i felt exotic for a moment and then i was like that's stupid as hell <laughs> yeah and i'll tell you one in canada so there was a store uh, we went usme they were selling for 40 dollars have you seen a steel kit a fin kit abbe they were selling that for 40 dollars batao 
so see what i'm trying to say is that as india and our history hmm. from all kinds of religions hmm. i don't mess with this religion bullshit everybody has contributed <laughs> yeah, to this yeah, of course now from all perspective we have such strong stuff yeah right we have ayurvedic science we have all kinds of natural elements we have tons of stuff that can help us sustain ourselves yeah yet the idea of a perfect life is remains very usa from 2005 Hmm. that oh abhi bhi usa dream abhi bhi ye dream do you think is that changing now man maybe in the entrepreneurship scene it's changing but in the uh, sort of macro of things like of, of general thought of people are living the lives it's not changing we are all consumed by too much of westernized stuff when will we recognize that we ourselves have a lot of stuff it's the that's what you're talking about post colonial world right it's the even we there is colonialism is dead as we like to say that we in but the colonial ideas uh education system the way we aspire uh to become more westerners day by day but there should be westerners are becoming in indians i think there should be a healthy balance that's what i feel you learn the best uh things and ideas from them that's how like uh, as a global let's a global setting such a cringy word i yeah, would but say people don't know where to stop man oh no no exactly no i'm agree yeah. with you like i agree with that we can gain knowledge from non indian culture in the west for sure similarly they can gain knowledge from our country but people living in the west they are very proud to be uh, american canadian australian they're like they're really proud it's not just something a fake patriotism they're like oh our country is we actually uh, we I, uh, identity okay. we have uh, identity not even I, i they just feel that we figured we are the developed nation because we figured all this along the way so that's why we deserve to be here but in india what's happening even if we love our country we still have this love hate relationship with abhi main bolunga i love to be indian and i go outside there is like cows gandagi i'm like oh, it is better in canada is so much better than this and you have to understand that when you are hating on india you are in a way are hating your heritage the system that kind of brought it together instead there should be something oh wow canada has cleaner roads how can we actually use their systems like how they thought about it and actually bring to our country and similarly uh we go to other countries we can talk about these are some of the positive aspects of indian culture that i feel your country can benefit instead of just culturally appropriating it like yoga pants or turmeric i latte. would say uh see when we speak from my perspective which is largely based on what i've studied about the environment and ecological mm. spaces when we talk about canada and india the thing is that i feel like canada is already further uh, headed towards doom or oh, the west you want to take just one particular country ha any place any place Achha. any place when i say of course barring say iceland <laughs> you know uh, which is still very natural to its mm-hmm. or africa in many ways mm-hmm. majorly what's happening in russia is that we shouldn't be sharing a lot of ideas with each other anymore oh, that's in terms of yeah no i'm serious because okay, cool. because there are some things which have been a part of your land only possible in your land maybe it corrupts if you get some foreign idea it corrupts your existence let's think of trees mm-hmm. the britishers mm. uh, while ruling us brought tons and tons of trees mm. सारे यूकेलिप्टस वगैरह पूरे हिमाचल में यहाँ वहाँ लगा दिए नॉन नेटिव दे वो इन्वेसिव स्पीशीज दे डिस्ट्रॉयड लॉट ऑफ हैबिटेट लॉट ऑफ इकोलॉजिकल बायोडाइवर्सिटी 
so similarly not all ideas are good to be shared yep Ho- however as i don't want to talk about other countries because i don't have a complete knowledge about them no i feel but, i agree with you here now yeah but I as far as india is concerned india is a land mm-hmm. which before the colonial era yep. or before the mughal invasions has set an example from the harappan civilization yep. has set an example mm-hmm. on how to live a sustainable life mm-hmm. and our general practices mm-hmm. as compared to the west are towards a sustainable lifestyle exactly right so um i feel like india is just confused and that they're probably confused because we don't know who the real india is we don't because know how much of india we are truly i feel because of centuries of colonialism a second now as you mentioned that we have exchanged so many ideas that now we have con- become confused in that sense yeah and but, but it all boils back down to this thing man to to to, to the idea of, of wanting to go to london rather than the juku valley in nagaland <laughs> I feel you know what like my motivation to actually go outside of India to get a perspective and that's that uh, okay when no, I'm talking about people who vacation oh yeah even you know, I'll get back to that too people who go out like outside India right that's my point either they gain perspective or either they further become like isolated from India is like they come back I'm like oh my god what's happening like this and this year this country is so much better than ours and they don't really ap- start appreciating uh, the hidden gems of a country rather right they just have one perspective oh london is like this why is not delhi like this oh india sucks but the same thing delhi bolte ho kyunki wo delhi se london ki flight hai exactly so they have no interest in exploring india that's the thing i know and uh, sadly enough uh, people who are close to me when because of the filmmaker mera i don't really care i don't really see like there is filth on road that doesn't boggle me like it, it's something else like what like someone comes and say oh sadak pe gandgi hai that's why india is bad i'm like sadak pe gandgi hai but look at the people around uh like just the chaos the beauty everything like when i went to vrindavan it's like there is chaos there is dirt but just It, this city can't exist anywhere in america this city is solely based on one dd uh the religious places the food culture uh years of sustainable practice everything is melting together yeah. right so we are confused too but our heritage of any religion or any culture yes it promotes sustainable practices without a doubt for sure we have documented in the past our relationship with the ecology with the wildlife for sure third uh the ideas from outside india they have corrupted uh, us on many level for sure but now when we are navigating life in 2022 where internet is just one of those things that you can't escape and ideas will there will be an influx of ideas whether we like it or not then how should we navigate moving forward man for me the way i'm taking it is is that i mean uh, i'm exploring new things every day as an artist mm. so um i've worked with ngos i've worked with corporates independent producers i've worked independent on my own from my own money and as this influx happens uh what i see is that there's also a lot of unneeded stuff 
सोनली बिकॉज यू हैव सो मेनी पीपल वॉचिंग शिट नाउ दैट दर इज इनफ टू शो ऑल्सो सप्लाई डिमांड बट उसका मतलब ये नहीं है कि जो सब कुछ सप्लाई हो रहा है दैट इज द बेस्ट एग्जैक्टलीडेड आई डेफिनेटली सी द इंटरनेट द स्पेस ऑफ ओ टी टी डिजिटल प्लेटफॉर्म एज बींग ग्रेट फॉर द मास बट आई ऑल्सो फील लाइक इट शुड बी यूज with some guidelines mm-hmm. and not everybody like i was telling you before you know i love the idea of freedom of speech i'm glad that we have it here even and whatever level of tolerance is going on i'm glad that we still have it yeah but at the same time when we board a flight do we first say oh good good afternoon to the air hostess when they say to us we take a right and we go to a seat or do we say good afternoon and we take a left go into the cockpit sit with the pilot and say aaj isme na ye button mat dabai the pilot knows hmm. you're not going to hmm. tell a pilot how to fly a plane yeah. Yeah. similarly we should know that freedom of speech doesn't mean that your opinion is necessarily the correct solution yeah or that and also it's very important that we don't join emotions With solutions. अगर आपने प्रैक्टिकली और लॉजिकली एक इकोलॉजिकल डिजास्टर प्लान किया कुछ बिल्डिंग बना के या कोई माइनिंग फैक्ट्री फोड़ के अगर आपने ये सब कर लिया है तो लॉजिकली रीजनिंग के साथ किया था तो उसका सोल्यूशन भी लॉजिकल रीजनिंग के साथ करो इमोशन के साथ पीपल को क्रेजी दैट यहाँ पे एनिमल्स मर रहे हैं यहाँ पे ये हो रहा है यहाँ पे वो रहा है अरे यार समझो तो उसको टाइगर मार दिया टाइगर मार दिया भाई टाइगर मार दिया इज one of the biggest cries of this country right now hmm. but please understand that there is only finite land hmm. and in within that finite land we are every day going conquering more and more exactly so it's becoming lesser and lesser right it remains hmm. finite it's hmm. not infinite hmm. because it's finite the tigers have limited space to move The tiger mm. is an animal that moves 100 to 100 can move 100 150 kilometers a day. Mm. It's been known to, recorded to. अभी आप उसको आपने बंद कर दिया है जगह में. Now, ठीक है, you have a safe tiger program. You are saving tigers, you are breeding tigers, you are conserving the areas, less poaching. Very good. Tigers are breeding, babies are coming out in the same finite area. Again, next season mating will happen. Hmm. The tigers over the years have started intermating. Hmm. The genetics are being mixed, hmm. and because of that, DNA is becoming weaker. The tiger as a species is becoming weaker through oh. its genetics. Because what the tiger is used to, two hundred kilometers, I will travel from Central India's jungle to South India's hmm. jungle. I will feed there. Season will change. I will come back. Multiple terrains. Hmm. Now, here I am confined. हाउ डू यू गो सॉल्व दिस टाइगर भोपाल में क्यों आया बिकॉज जगह फाइनाइट है भोपाल तो बड़े जा रहा है ना भोपाल के आरडब्ल्यू में रोज जाती होगी या प्रॉपर्टी डेवलपमेंट के पेपर्स की अब यहाँ पे एक अब यहाँ पे एक नाउ इट्स वॉट वॉट इज द रीजन बहन दिस इज दर समाइंड ऑफ ग्रीड फाइनेंशियल ग्रीड और इज द पर्सन जस्ट हुएवर इज बिल्डिंग दैट स्टफ इज जस्ट जनरली अन अवेयर दैट ओ यहाँ पे तो टाइगर है or i've going into a natural space there is unawareness there is disconnected to tiger hi to hai kya farak padta it doesn't exactly. matter exactly there are so many but factors. if we don't have the tiger my friend we hmm. won't have access to clean water but ye cheez that's the thing people don't know that like they like oh if you don't have tiger like 
how like how does tiger not being there is connected to us not having that what wo jo jo vacuum of information hai right that's what i feel art creative practices or kuch bhi is very important to educate the masses or generally yeah, yeah art is definitely very important. very important yeah definitely cannot do without it yeah. but at the same time i am of the view that within a democratic process mm. of a society we should have certain rules mm. for the environment sure of course and certain rules means like your goddamn license लाइसेंस के बारे जा रहे हो तो गाड़ी जब्त है फ्रीडम ऑफ स्पीच शुडन कम इन द वे ऑफ पीपल हु नो व्हाट्स गुड फॉर द एनवायरनमेंट राइट आई गेट इट लाइक या आई मीन यू जस्ट कांट क्रॉस अ लाइन व्हेन इट कम्स टू द एनवायरनमेंट दैट्स द काइंड ऑफ लॉज यू शुड हैव इफ यू डोंट नो एनीथिंग अबाउट एनवायरनमेंट व्हाई डज योर ओपिनियन मैटर बट योर ओपिनियन डजंट मैटर बट दे कांट बी साइलेंट सो दैट्स a tricky situation right but see i don't think it's a tricky situation at all because like i said is it a tricky situation do you have to go ask the pilot it's not tricky you're like dude if this something goes wrong or the pilot no, is no, drunk i'll, I'll die example let's say make youtuber right uh-huh. i have the freedom to go on instagram that safe tiger sab bekar hai like i can say that and we don't have the right to remove that video but people can like say this this person doesn't know anything and in their comment section this could reflect that yeah what he is saying is not well informed is garbage though thoda mushkil hota hai but what i'm trying to say is uh, we can't like if someone has bad opinions they have the right to espouse bad opinions but yeah. as i think generally we should as a public we should know that these are the right opinions or these are opinions that are well informed these are the opinions that are not well informed at all but wo jo line hai na wo bhi blur ho rahi hai so i understand yeah, that too. i don't think blur hai मेरे को लगता मतलब हो सकता है मेरी इतनी क्लियर है कि मुझे लगता है कि ब्लर किसी और के लिए क्यों ही हो सकती है एंड दैट्स वेरी फुलिश ऑफ मी आल्सो बट आई एम ओपन टू द आइडिया दैट इट्स ब्लर बट आई फील लाइक व्हाट इज द नीड फॉर इट टू बी ब्लर हाउ कैन यू से दिस दैट मतलब कल को आपको मैं बोलूंगा ये दरवाजा पुल करो तो आप पुश करोगे अपना सर मार लोगे उसे पॉलिटिक्स इज लाइक दैट नो दिस इज नॉट रिलेटेड टू पॉलिटिक्स नो एवरी पॉलिटिक्स इज बैन एम से वाला पॉलिटिक्स पॉलिटिक्स बिकम्स इन दैट सेंस दैट people twist word manipulate things koi bhi ho in their own wo like uh, when when someone powerful uh, feels that saying let this is this is stupid that we should build something here here this won't affect the ecology they'll find their ways through twisting of this and that no that's because they exploit the powerless okay okay because a guy who has money in his pocket can go and exploit a person who doesn't have money yep. in his or her pocket it's very easy hmm. to be a goddamn criminal for sure it's very easy so there is ignorance on our part we choose to say that yo there is blurriness in my head about it <laughs> because there isn't actually we're just too shit scared to accept the truth बायोलॉजिस्ट Yeah. those are the people yeah. who do billions of things to uh, arrive at a single solution for us mm. we must listen to them 
we must listen to them without any uh, hate without any doubt we must listen to these people and we must uh, uh, be a part of their movement yeah exactly i agree with because you because that movement is why is a scientist exploring all this is he going to make a nuclear weapon out of it he is exploring so that the water in that area becomes clean or the animal in that area conflict finishes now see also understand project tiger mm. of india very mm. famous all over the world appreciated it was outstanding also we've saved a number of tigers mm. now project tiger ke main jo log hai na jo project tiger hum support karte hain kehte hain these people are from urban areas mm. right now these people are supporting this movement without knowing anything about the tiger mm. without knowing anything about how it lives how it eats what it poops mm. now if we can be so open hmm. to a disaster be- being revived hmm. that chalo ha ab to project tiger hai jab 200 bache hain to scientists ki baat suni lete hain hmm. then why don't we listen to them when there are 3000 hmm. yeah no i agree with that i feel that we just had such a round productive conversation and this can go long and long so i just i feel that let's i want to wrap this session up so i would love to have you on another session we could have continue our conversation uh before going to wrap it up do you want to talk about uh what is in store for you in the future and your yes. general sense about this new uh growing indian art and creative scene yeah um yeah i mean the future is exciting at the moment i'm working on my film with crocodiles in gujarat mm. it's a beautiful story about how people and crocodiles coexist mm. um it's a sect of about 6 to 8 uh, villages mm. uh, between andabad and baroda mm. so it's kind of just a land somewhere yeah. random yeah that's how it's exciting and the people live there with crocodiles uh, in a extremely harmonious way the kids play tug of war with the crocodile on a mm. daily evening mm. uh, play time basis so that's what's up at the moment and of course this there's so much destruction and there's also so much new discoveries in india uh, i had spoken about how india's biodiversity is unbelievable mm. so while there is mass destruction happening there is also new species being discovered every now and then mm-hmm. uh, from northeast arunachal and all you get some 17 18 new snake species frog species lizards uh, it's fantastic really to mm. you know be a part of uh, such a country um so that's what's up man i'm planning a couple of things on the coastal areas i mm. i think i've done exploration of the land quite a bit uh, i want to get into water and see how uh, you know i maneuver myself around that and also document marine life and yeah except for that there's a couple of things i'm interested in some tribal stories mm-hmm. from the north of india um some stories of individuals mm-hmm. who uh, showed great resilience mm. um again related to uh, politics and democratic mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. but it's not an individual who would be a politician it's just somebody who lives in a small village oh. yet they had a huge mm-hmm. influence uh, so yeah this is this is what's up and as far as the new and upcoming artists which i myself i am uh, we are all concerned i i i see this beautiful uh, connection of people from 
all over india i mean there's some in goa there's some in the northeast there's some in odisha there's some in chatisgarh ladakh mm-hmm. uh, gujarat everywhere i'm i'm getting in touch with people who mm-hmm. are who, who share a very similar viewpoint uh, are very resilient in the way that they approach things aren't scared to put things on the line mm-hmm. and i think that's like the beauty of art you know like yeah. francis ford coppola also bloody sold his entire house uh, didn't sell it he put it on mortgage uh for apocalypse now hmm. so you know it, it's crazy that something an art form can drive somebody to do the impossible and i'm seeing plenty of that you know seeing people create stuff which is easily at par if not better with uh, western cinema as we see it hmm. um channels like nowness um all of these sort of subculture independent artistic platforms all of them are picking up stuff from india they are highlighting stuff from india and so it, it's an exciting time i mean there's no doubt about it it's a super exciting time yeah. i just hope more people get involved with learning about the environmental s- space you know just just give it a thought you know it's not tough exactly and on that note i think that's a wonderful note to kind of end this podcast and thank you so much again we it's uh, a pleasure yeah so we had a great conversation and again with this podcast we are trying to kind of get these interesting folks all over india to share their creative practices and their outlook on life and yeah. that's one week we can actually start building this digital community where these ideas that are well formed and nuanced can be actually shared and discussed and be listened to yeah. right yeah. yeah thank you so much thanks so much man it's been a pleasure <laughs> yeah